Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is going to be... You know be... what? I woke up this morning, mm -hmm. and I listened to a little bit of the morning show. Mm -hmm. And I listened to eight-ish something, 720-ish. They were like, uh, 940, we're going off in the afternoon show. Mm -hmm. okay. At 940, I tuned in. As did I? Yeah. If you missed it, you can go back on the Odyssey app. Well, we'll, we'll relive yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll play it. You don't have to go back on the Odyssey app. You should just yeah, if you keep want listening like a precursor, to this. You, you no. can listen to us now. Yeah. Go back, do whatever you want. I, I wouldn't go back. Don't I would just Odyssey listen app. to the show. Yeah. Well, no, but I specifically wouldn't leave the Odyssey show, you know, no, the Odyssey so app like, with our show. Listen on. to it later? Or, yeah. Or just never listen to yeah, it? Yeah. Like if you want to hear the full context after we answer the morning show from 940 today at 240, so like 701, right? That that's the perfect time to go back and get the full context of what they had to mm -hmm. show. But basically, there's a feud going on now. Yeah. Well, they started it. They they did. 
And then we uh, we inflamed a little bit yesterday, and then I feel like they. Uh, it's funny. I actually think just in the talk you and I have had off air, I think you've missed the single greatest part of what happened on the morning show today. And what is that? Not going to give it to you yet. Yeah, you and everybody else are going to have to listen to it at two forty. The commercial at nine fifty five. <laughs> It was the outro. The the end of the show. I missed the end of the show. No, I, I think you missed what maybe was your best contribution to the feud. Me? I think you're glossing over it. Yeah. I missed this whole thing. I, but no, you didn't because you have a, a take on it. and you, You're going to try and expose Lima at 240. No, I'm going to do that, but I missed the end of the show. I'm very confused. You said you listened at 940. Well, then you, like everybody else from all of our listeners, can catch up one at 240. Yeah, 240. That's coming up. I listened to, to the, I, I guess I ended, missed the end of the segment. No, it's okay. I, that was a throwaway joke. Did a really good job of keeping you around then. Yeah. Huh? Screw those guys. I, I was so pissed off. I uh, I was actually elated. But again, 240. Why? At 240, you will find out. Okay. That being said, I also have to apologize to you. You, The first thing you said when we picked up the phone today is. You bleep you, me. You bleep me. Yeah. And so I'm sorry for bleeping you last night specifically. You did. I mean, we had the Nick and Dusty parlay. Mm-hmm. We used Erin uh, Hawksworth, her uh, hockey pick, mm-hmm. which is money. Uh, nice win by the Wild last night yeah. as uh, underdogs on the road. And uh, the Cavaliers money line. Nice mm-hmm. win. Yep. There we go. And, uh, you know, uh, you screwed me because you had the over in the, the Nuggets Bulls game. Well, if anybody. And th- they didn't come close. Nick Wilson screwed and then you Nick also, Wilson. Then you also picked the Raptors, which we got some sound from that game mm-hmm. with Fred Van Vliet after the game. which is Love that, oh, by I the mean, way. He was fire. Yeah, he was on fire. Anybody willing to take a $50,000 fine uh, and saying it in the clip, that's when you know it's going to be fire. But this is what I get for doing like real research. Like A lot of the times I'll just have heard something I like or I'll be like, oh, well, I remembered something like the Nick and Dusty parlay. It's a sliding scale of how much I've actually done the research. I went so in depth on the numbers, right? I cited on air. I'm like, uh, the Raptors are, I believe they were 12 and nine as a road dog. And I was like, this is a great spot to be in. The Clippers were under 500 as a home dog or as a home favorite. And I'm like, this is setting up. Uh, the Raptors lost by 13 points. Then I was like, listen, you've got Jokic, you've got Levine, you've got MPJ, you've got Jamal Murray, you've got DeMar, you've got a bunch of ballers. The two teams combined to score 230 points a game. They're going to easily cover 226. I did the math. I carried the damn two. Yeah, and this wrong. is what I get for it. Wrong. I just got to go from my elaborate gut from my my intense gut and that's where i should take my sports picks from like a real degenerate like a real man i, I could have just settled for like a real degenerate yeah either one i mean you were if the shoe fits are you just saying sayings now yes bird in the hand two in the bush what's better yeah give them the flowers right now we're just saying kind of a mid joke to me now that being said was not mid last night. Keith brought this up in the pre-show, and you and I, you and I almost unanimously agreed. People who have described last night's Cavs win over the Heat as well, it's an ugly win. It kind of, and every once in a while, you'll do something unintentionally that does trigger this for me. I am so sick of qualifying wins and losses in this town. 
Like the other day. I, I told you, Nicholas, Nikolai, Nikolai, Nicholas. Nikolaius. Nikolaius? That's a new name for you. Yeah. Nikolaius. Nikolaius and Dusty. Uh, I thought that last night's win was a great win. Yeah. I, well, but it, it goes back call to. Keith, good call. It goes back to the Boston win. Yeah, take, well, that, Vicar- take that, Vicari. And saying, well, we can't call this a good win. I don't care what you call it, other than calling it a win. I really don't. We're to the point where there's a definitive book out on the Cleveland Cavaliers. We know their strengths. We know their weaknesses. We know who they are. Now, the ultimate wild card is they're a young team, and that some of the things that happen where a young team, it might bite you on the ass in the playoffs. But we yesterday on the show, we kind of honed in. Like, all right, playoff-wise, I think – uh, at least make it a competitive first round series, and then I and I said no, they should win a first round series if they're a top four seed. And I said I think they should be a top four seed. Those are real expectations that I think we can have because I I think there's this misconception, and I think I saw it with the Kevin Love stuff too. Of nope, nope, don't want to have expectations, and I think Lima's been all over this, and I think we've finally gotten to the point where it's okay to say, all right, it's been about seventy games. Who are the Cleveland Cavaliers? What do they do well? Who do they match up well against? And more importantly, what do we have what expectations do we have? But like last night, like the amount of people who just wanted to neglected the idea that Kevin Love might have an axe to grind with the Cleveland Cavaliers and that that breakup between the two sides might not have been as as sweet and loving as we thought it was. Listen to some of Kevin Love in the pre uh, in the post game last night after that game. Kevin Love sounded like a jilted lover. So for all the kumbaya, for all the uh, well, you know, uh, it's a clean split, and he just wants to get that next contract. Kevin Love sounds like a dude who's got an axe to grind. So is this the Kevin Love hate show today? No, no. I I think because one, those numbers last night were just tremendous and we miss those if if kevin love could give you eight points and eight rebounds on this team you would take it you think he could do that that's literally what he was doing before they cut him okay he barely played yes because he's also not good at defense i don't give a damn they've got seven other guys eight other guys that play all the time that are good at defense So, so, so those eight points are so valuable to have Yes, I think when you don't get any production out of your bench, I do think it's pretty stupid to walk away from a player and not replace him. Mm-hmm. Specifically when you didn't make a trade deadline, which again, I didn't have a problem with the trade deadline, but the Cavs are the only team trying to contend that actively got, or not actively, but in some way got worse at the deadline because you didn't make a trade. You added Danny Green, who isn't playing, and you cut a guy in Kevin Love, who is one of your, your six or seven or eight best players Offensive players. But we don't want to talk about that. It is it is as if we've gotten to a point with the Cavs where we only talk about the good things and we don't talk about the, the things that might be potentially upsetting. And because here's the folly in that idea, in my opinion. The reason why I'm done saying, oh, I don't have expectations or, ah, oh, we're playing with house money. One, that's just not how the league works. Teams aren't like, you know what? Um... We weren't really expecting to do anything this year, so we're completely content with being swept in the first round of the playoffs. It's not how teams work. It's constantly the idea of getting better, and when you have more information, all of a sudden you can really start to hone in on what you expect from a team. And Because here's what I'm not going to do. 
I said the other day, I think the Cavs have a huge swing between who they can be and who they cannot be, right? Who, uh, Whether they – I think they are going to get to a – I think it's locked it in right now with 14 games to go. Lock it in. They're going to be in a seven-game seven playoff four series. Seed, four seed, right? I, and I think you should lock it in. They absolutely the should be the fourth seed. Yep. I don't know about the Knicks because okay. I still don't know how much I really believe in them. But, like, this is a team that should beat the Knicks. And maybe that maybe that's uh, series goes seven because the Knicks are experienced and you're not. They should beat the Knicks. But if the lesser Cavs show up, the team that plays with their food or the team that doesn't come out until the third quarter, I could also see them losing a, a series and making it lopsided because they don't know how to play in the playoffs or they don't have the mentality to play in the playoffs. There aren't many teams that I look at, like you can't, like with the Milwaukee Bucks. They should, at the very least, be in the second round of the playoffs. They can go anywhere from there to win an NBA title. But at no point in like a second-round series, they can't be swept. They're too talented. Giannis is too good. Same with Boston. For all the little struggles they've had, they have so much talent and so much experience. Boston isn't going to get swept until once you get to the the you know maybe the Eastern Conference Finals, and even then that feels far-fetched. Both like so to me with the Cavs, the Cavs are in that class with the Knicks, with the Nets, with the Heat. Mm-hmm. Until proven otherwise, that's who they are. But for people saying oh, it's an ugly win against the Heat, why do I care? We got seventy games. I I have my expectations now. To me, I'm like where Boston Celtics fans are. Just get me to the friggin' playoffs. With with just we you gotta get through these next fourteen games, winning enough to keep the four seed and also staying healthy. That's my only concern for the final fourteen games of this year. And will Kevin Love have a revenge game? I think we just I have to. I think we have to be able to just say something about NBA players and say it with love and respect, but also honesty. NBA players are getting very soft, and. I'm going to use something as an exhibit and it doesn't, I'm not the kind of person who enjoys saying things like that. Right. Um, I think in some ways NBA players have shown a different level of toughness like Kevin Love, uh, the Kevin Love, uh, not so revenge game last night. Kevin Love has made huge strides for NBA players talking about, uh, mental health, right? That also being said two nights ago, Russell Westbrook, who now, and I love Russ, like, I don't know how you feel about Russ, but like, I hate the way NBA Twitter has treated Russell Westbrook. Okay, show your work. Uh, just because uh, they always focus on his inefficiencies as a player. Yeah, he's and been really inefficient for the last three years. He's also, well, no, I mean, for most of his career, but he's also been one of the best players in the NBA the last well, he hasn't 15 been, years. Okay, minus the last three years. Well, I, but my point is, he hasn't been given his flowers, <laughs> right? When this guy was the second banana to Kevin Durant. Are you are you a Westbrook stan? Yes. I stan for Russell Westbrook. But like the Westbrook nickname. Or like Jim Rome said that the, the West- other day. Westbrook. Westbrook. Clones. Clones. Do you we watch get- the Clippers? Westbrook. I like Westbrook. I kind of feel like it's like a little bit of... of uh, Jim Rome, a little bit of WWE superstar. I don't hate it. Please don't take it as criticism. This also, so I say all of this because remember, I say nice things so I can uninsult somebody. 
Russ got a fan tossed the other night who was sitting courtside. It was in a timeout. And uh, one of the, the, the courtside fans did the rock the baby taunt. Westbrook got him thrown out. It's supposed to be, and like Russ is supposed to be like a real dude. NBA fans, or NBA players have gotten to the point where unless you say good job, they're going to try and get you thrown out. And like, listen, I there have been things, and NBA players have an absolute right to, to be upset about some of the things that are said at them. NBA players have talked about racial taunts. Yep, that should not be in the game. And if if you can't keep a hate hate speech out of your fandom, then you shouldn't go to an NBA game no matter how much money you have. Bye. Um the personal attacks, right? Like what what was the uh LeBron James watch your mouth woman moment where somebody had said something pretty over the line to LeBron and LeBron stopped? Was it when she was doing the crying thing? And no, no, her? that was a different, different one. one. Okay. See, that, again, that's funny. But, like, have we just, because here's my, here's my problem. It's not going to stop here. The NBA is going to continue, and, and in arena, are they going to continue to let players get away with the dumbest things? Like, if I'm a fan... If I'm the fan that got thrown out for taunting Russell Westbrook for the Rock the Baby, I, I, not, I want my money back and I want a public apology. And your flowers. The man did not say anything. To, to our knowledge, I should say to our knowledge, the man did not say anything. that All he did was the Rock the Baby thing, which is the softest insult anybody's ever done. Because what it's driving at is, and I think you're seeing it, like, I think the NBA is starting to have a relatability problem. And when it comes to things like them making all this money, it doesn't bug me. Right? Right. But, but there is a segment of society mm-hmm. that does have a problem with the style, with the pregame, um, you know, Kyle Kuzma being on the catwalk before the game. But like to me, Getting fans thrown out for dumb stuff, doesn't that kind of undercut the importance of when something actually happens and player like, importance? If it's something big and a fan throws something or they're on the court or it, they, they use a, a, a really bad, a, let's say a slur mm-hmm. or something like that, they should be ejected. Yes. Do you think the fans should have been ejected for the Rock the Baby? Oh. No, I don't. Okay. But I think you start to you you add something like this to, and I don't. I, I'm this is going to kind of be a, a jerk of the wheel. But you add this and kind of compare it to, like the John Morant thing, mm-hmm. like the amount of people. And I'm not just talking about like the NBA because I mean John Morant's not going to play for the next few games, and we'll see where it goes from there. But like the amount of people that stepped up and was like, "What? He had a gun on Instagram Live." Or the people that wanted to explain away John Morant um, allegedly flashing a pistol at at a kid, allegedly yeah, seventeen year old kid punching a seventeen year old kid, and then going in and getting your gun. Yeah, I'm going to show you. Like it, it's it feels like 
And again, these are a couple instances. I think if you follow the NBA, there are plenty more instances. It's just starting to feel like that players have a lot of power and maybe they're just abusing that power. And I think if you abuse that power, I think it's going to start to hurt the relatability when you've already talking about a related a rate a relatability gap of a bunch of 20, 21, 22-year-old kids making a lot of money and then doing stupid stuff on social media which right. isn't really helping the game. Yes, that I I I agree with everything you say. I mean, it's ridiculous that the the idea that you know, something as simple as this could could be like a negative to the game and then you have all this other stuff like the John Moran stuff is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. What does the NBA do about it? Well, they should probably suspend the kid. Well, that's okay. They Actually, may have already done that. While we're at it, it really irritates me that NBA media doesn't call it a suspension. That's it, what it is. It, if he's it's if a he's, leave of absence? It, yeah, it's a league of absence. Josh should not have the right to choose when he comes and goes. The NBA, uh, it's like a suspension. Josh should have to prove... That it's like any job. Guys, if I tomorrow, and I hate making this comparison because it's not one for one, but if I tomorrow on Instagram Live were a strip club and I was wielding a Glock and showing off, I would have to do a little bit more than a self-appointed leave of absence. You have to prove that you actually I deserve mean, they, the honor they, of coming back to the NBA. I know they did the investigation. And they found out that he didn't have it, apparently. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. On the team plane or whatever, didn't take it to the game. They couldn't prove it, I think, is more. Okay, I think that makes sense. But you saw the suspension was up to 50 games Mm -hmm. for having a weapon. Well, and it's so to me, it's less. I'm not, it's not that I want Ja punished. It's not that I want Russ punished. I just think, I think NBA players, I don't want to say, I don't want to cast this generalization. I don't think there is a great awareness of the privilege to play in the NBA anymore. I think you see it with how they treat load management. And I and I think in I think in a lot of cases load management is a totally legitimate idea built around keeping guys in the league longer. That's good. That's awesome. We want that. And I'll be honest with you, the NBA is I would say probably the second most popular league going right now of all the major sports leagues and the over the next 20 years if you can keep the next generation of players like we've got LeBron year 20 right we've got um Kevin Durant 
going on 15 years in the NBA. Steph, 15 years in the NBA. still, And by the way, not just in the NBA, playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. That long-term, if you can do that for another generation of player, it's like all of our video game generation, all of our video game desires, mm-hmm. but on the court. Like, imagine if if we had been able to see Wilt in his prime, not towards the end of his career, up against Kareem 10 years into Kareem's career. So there's a great opportunity here for the NBA. So load management. but So I was kind of sidetracked there. But load management, there's validity to the thinking behind it. Also, NBA players take advantage of, of load management. That's an example. That's another example of the young and and it's I, I find it a lot to young superstars even guys like in there like just hitting 30 now mm-hmm. taking advantage of the power they have instead of wielding it like 30 years ago Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan would have killed for the power that these guys have today oh god yeah and those guys in every negotiation and every Every step they took made it possible. Everything LeBron has done has made it possible for these guys to have this. So when I see Russell getting a fan thrown out, one of the, by the way, Russ is one of the like legitimate, most Seems tough like one dudes. One of the nicest guys, too. And one of the toughest dudes in the NBA. God. To see him have a fan thrown because of Rock the Baby. Or, Come on, let's stop being a little bit too sensitive here. Yeah, and to see Ja going through this situation where he wants to be about a, a a style of life that he didn't come from, that's more important to him than playing in the NBA. Or to see load management taken advantage of. That's the it's it's not pace of play, it's not timeout usage, it's not it's not uh, what is it a parity. Those things aren't the biggest threat to the NBA. The biggest threat to the NBA is people not. And I'll be honest, it's it's the biggest threat to every single league out there. The loss of relatability. I think it's happened in baseball a long time ago because of how closed off baseball is. Mm -hmm. If baseball had simply opened up their sport more, I'm not talking like the XFL does. I think baseball would be five times more. I don't think they would have lost the popularity they've lost. They would not have lost a young generation of fans. Because people don't relate to baseball players because they don't know them. That's fair. Well, a lot of people know NBA players. You've got brand awareness, right? But you don't have what the NFL has. You don't have the built-in, we're good to go no matter what happens. People ride or die for the NFL with anything. We've learned that. It's not the same thing with the NBA. And there's starting to become too many negative stories out there that are completely avoidable and it all ties back to players and accountability and being responsible for the power and the privilege of playing basketball in the NBA. And Russ, this is every, every person I've said in Russ is Russ has been in the NBA long enough to know that that's what got me most disappointed as a Russell Westbrook stand. stand. For those of you who didn't hear the Donnybrook, the Donnybrook, Yesterday in, was it the 5 o'clock hour, I believe? At some point in the 5 o'clock hour, we got into the morning show taking a shot at yours truly. Yeah, they, they had a problem with your commentary. My vernacular. They, they think that you talk like you're a 16-year-old. because yeah, I said, the, I've used the word mid before, Many and times. I say, um, give give people their flowers, right? 
And and yesterday, like my point was basically, um, Ken talks like he's a 55 year old, and Lima is a 22 year old in the body of a 40 year old man. Yes. So like, I just don't know why they get to be the the linguistic. Um, I can't say that word. I was gonna say grammar. You know what's, but I can't say that. Can I? Can say, say what you want, man. I've already been dumped yesterday in the show. Anyways, I don't know who... You called me a basic, you know what. And I I was right about that. But the point is, (laughs) I don't know who... I don't know who basically made them uh, God when it came to what uh, era of words you should use. And then we start having some fun, and you took what I... You took a couple of really good shots in there. And that led to a response to the response to the initial response of the bleep they started yep. yesterday on their show. I just don't call the show anymore. Because you- Lima will text me like, hey, call in. we got to talk about this, and I'll call in, and I'll be like trying to have fun, and, and mm-hmm. Ken just doesn't want to entertain it. Mm-hmm. Why is and, that? Is he jealous of you? I, no, I think he's They're jealous little, of me. I'm little, jealous of him. Why is that? Because he runs Cleveland. Of all the things they said, that's what I was most upset about. Why would that upset you? You that seems like a compliment. Bastard. I ain't mad at them. I'm mad at you. What? Because of you. <laughs> I'm not mad at Nick and Dustin. Why? I'm mad at you, a-hole. The because you're I texting do. Dustin, I don't know what Ken's problem is. I don't know why you didn't uh, like your phone call. When Lima that's sits a there, serious see, charge. This is what's going to happen. We're eventually going to get those YouTube cameras in here, and you ain't going to be able to do it anymore because people are going to be able to see your face. I don't know what Ken's problem is. I thought you did great. Kiss my ass, Tone. You're the one who had a problem with it. Don't lie no. to Dustin. I thought. Don't lie to him. Why do you he care? He doesn't want to upset you. First of all, your job at times because is to upset us. Because he knows you text everybody about everybody behind their back, and we've all accepted it. Or we've sometimes you slip it. up and you send it to I the person. I have not slipped in a while. I pr- I've Because you haven't myself. had anything to complain to him about. And you never text double A, so you're never going to be able to mess up with him. I ain't mad at Dustin, and Wait I ain't mad second. at Nick. I'm mad at you. So I know you're going to have a response because you were triggered by what you heard. I would just like to give you your flowers on this one because you, sir, one, uh, actually, I, let me give Lima his flowers first. That was some top-notch slippery wizardness from him trying to run from Ken Carmen when Ken had him dead to rights. I mean, listen, I, I, sh- mean, I should have known. I should have known. Lima talks about everybody the second he can get on the phone yep send a text send a group chat whatever uh making fun of somebody or backstabbing somebody mm-hmm. it, it happens you know pretty much on a daily basis but in that moment ken had him dead to rights so i just want i want to to lima that was your hall of fame that's like what goes on the plaque of the slippery wizard hall of fame yeah because it was next level ken it, it, it's, it's ken just to kept only 1.3 million people and ken ken just kept going and lima kept shape shifting but to you i don't think you realize because you're about to, you're triggered on this i don't think you realize what happened you took what by one comment unintentionally intentionally whatever you took with one comment a feud that was them versus us to being them versus themselves. Yeah. We're, we're, so we're you now, need to get your flowers yeah. on this as well. Thank you. And here's the here's the, the goal and the idea. We're mm-hmm. going to break that show up. Mm-hmm. We're going to make them hate each other. Well, because, more. Because we're going to expose them for who they are. Mm-hmm. Frauds. Mm-hmm. Frauds in the morning. 
Frauds in the morning. I've heard a clip that says that sometimes. Your frauds in the afternoons. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was the opposite of that. Yeah, that's right. So you may have another two months left. We'll see. So you were triggered by what you heard on the. Uh, and again, no, I, I, no, I felt not, good not about it. Not only am I triggered, I felt I, I was more I, I absolved feel of betrayed. a few. Betrayed. Ooh, that's a great word. I feel betrayed mm. by my two friends in the morning. Mm-hmm. How did it make I, you feel? I think. I mean, like I'm traveling all the time in the football season and I'm always going to the airport at, you know, five, six o'clock in the morning when they're typically on. Congrats on all your success. And Lima will text me. Hey, call into the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, like they want me to come on now. And OK, really have- wait, wait to hear it. It sounds like it sounds like Ken is under the suspicion that you just call in randomly. I don't call in randomly. I'm asked to call in by Lima. Oh, okay. Some real slippery wizard stuff going and on. And then here. apparently Lima just acts like he doesn't know that I'm calling. Uh-huh. And then Ken goes, "What? Why is he calling?" Uh-huh. "Where are you calling from?" And and then I'm forced to then be in this weird spot where they're like, "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" Like, I don't know. Lima told me to call. Mm-hmm. And here I am with my pants around my ankles. Mm-hmm. Which is right where you like him in fairness. Depends where I'm at. It's fair. So how are we going to break them up? How are we, how are we going to how are we going to turn them into Shawn Michaels and my, uh, Marty Jannetty? Well, it's just, it's really simple. You know, Anthony is uh, the slippery wizard. Uh huh. That's fair. You know how? Here's how we break them up. I'm Team Ken. Oh, that is a bold play. That is a spicy, spicy. bit of tuna. I mean, show your work. I'm Team Ken. How far are you going to take it? Ken has only talked bad about me behind my back that I've heard of once in my life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, but Lima, I've heard more. Well, yeah, at this point, it's like if Lima isn't talking about you, that's a bigger problem than Lima just talking bleep behind your back. I mean, if Lima's talking about you behind your back, you must be doing something right. Yeah, or not. It doesn't really matter. The point is, if he's not talking about you behind your back, something's really he up. He just wants to bury bodies. Yeah. And well, no. That see, that's where the slippery wizard gets you. He doesn't want to bury bodies. He wants to find a way to get you to bury the bodies, and Ken to bury the bodies, and me to bury, and and Keith to bury the bodies. That's the beauty of the slippery wizard. And I'm I'm torn here because uh, you understand, guys. When I was a part timer, I worked on Ken's show and I worked on Lima's show. Those were the two people that I worked most on. So I realized not how, great phrasing, but accurate. Are you a masseuse? I, how do you think I got to afternoons, bro? Gonna take a second there. However, you put in the time. How do I help you break them up? How do I help wedge between the two of them? Do I have to go pro Ken or do I have to go pro slippery wizard? Or do I just stay back and let you do your work? Just let me work. Let okay. Me, let me cook. All right. Then I am, I'm Switzerland. All right. I am officially out of the feud. The feud is it, now. It all started with you. By the way, this kind of goes back to the uh, the conversation we had a couple weeks ago of uh, the most high maintenance person mm. or the, the, the rankings of the complainers. I believe there are two of them. I mean, it could be one and the same. They could be one and one B. Yeah. Those rankings no. can be the same. Same person's at number one. Now, do you think 
Is that a way we... Nope. I'm, again, I'm letting you cook. I, I'm trying to like do this on air. I'm going to let you cook. Do you have any receipts that you, maybe you could like tweet out of Lima asking you to call in from back in the day? Just No, no. Those, those texts are long deleted. That's probably smart. When Lima texts me something, it's deleted immediately. He does not do the same to you. Just no, so you know. No, I know. Yeah. He screenshots everything. I actually wonder if he like edits the screenshots. Yeah. yeah. Again. Lima's the guy that would do the deep fake on, on one of us and make us do something stupid to just get wait. fired. Just wait. It's coming. Yeah. Anthony Lima and deep fake technology existing in the same time is going to be a problem for all of us here. It's eventually just going to be Anthony Lima working from 6 a.m. to midnight, just hosting one show, and then he'll be pissed he has to work that much. I actually changed his name on my phone. To what? Slippery Wizard? The, the complaints hotline. <laughs> Smart. 216-578. Nope, nope. 216-474-0092. 216-474-0092. How can we undermine you get the a morning ding show? call. You get a ding if you call. We we need ideas from you guys on how we can start to pit Ken versus Lima, help uh, fuel Dustin Fox desire. No, you know what? I've been betrayed. Been betrayed. Bewildered, betrayed, left alone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 